You know, when I look around at all the entrepreneurs who are grinding it out, spending 70 to 80 hours per week growing their business, you have to ask yourself the question, at what cost? Hi, my name is Tim Uchuk, and in this podcast, we're going to be exploring the tools, tactics, and strategies for crushing it and scaling your business without making the ultimate sacrifice of your time and freedom. What's up, everyone? Tim Utrecht here, and I hope you're having an awesome day wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this. I am coming to you from the mountains. I'm currently driving. If you heard my last episode uh, yesterday, I woke up at 4.30, caught the ferry, spent the day in Vancouver, and today I am heading further inland in, uh, in BC, British Columbia. So I'm in the mountains right now, and I wanted to talk to you today in this episode about a framework that has served me extremely well in building out my ideal teams in my business. And it's such a great framework because when you have a framework, it helps you just really think strategically. It helps you um, answer questions and solve problems because you have a a good kind of 30,000 foot overview. You know, you're making decisions because there's there's a rhyme to the reason. And frameworks are really helpful for that. And the framework I want to share with you today is something that I call the Viking ship analogy framework when it comes to building out a great culture and great teams in your business. And if you own a business and at some point in time in your life, you want to have a sellable asset, not that you want to sell your business, but if you have a business that doesn't rely and and everything has to go through you, you've got yourself a sellable asset, meaning that it's not just just going to be... um, valued based on your assets or a customer list it's it's valued based there's gonna be a lot more blue sky if you have a functioning thriving system that can transcend you and and so using the Viking ship analogy will help you to put that into place and uh, so let's let's just unpack that a little bit and and just think for a moment that we're going back a couple hundred years we're going back to the, the times of the Vikings and you're putting together a crew of people who are going on a voyage, a long, long voyage, and you want that voyage to be successful. Now, using that analogy in your business, one of the first things that you're gonna wanna do is find the right people to be in that ship because if you're spending weeks and or months in a ship with people, you probably wanna have the right people in that ship with you, and you probably want to repel the wrong people. So with this in mind, how do you do that? Well, the vehicle that has that has really, really served me well, and I can't speak enough about this, is core values. Establishing core values in your business, because when you hire, so again, when we create job ads within our within our business for any role, we put first and foremost our core values because we want to really attract people who are attracted to the core values, and I'll talk about some of them in a moment here but you also want to repel people who aren't a good fit and that's really important because you want uh you want certain attributes in your viking ship right so i'll give you some examples here one of our core values and this will make sense as we get into it is results only work environment so why is that important to have well just as in sports if you want a business that is going to be successful 
you want to have people that are are less fixated on polit politicking, looking busy. You want to say like if you're able to get a desirable result in you know two hours versus 20 hours, you know it's it's not the busyness that we reward. It's at the end of the day the results. Think about sales. Think about any part of your business. We focus in on the results. We don't focus in on you know how busy were you. So that's one of our core values. Um, another one is happiness first. So um, we want people who come in with batteries included, and we we're very forthright in that we we want to have a great atmosphere of you know we don't want uh, we don't want assholes working with us because we spend a lot of time. Oftentimes, you know your your team will spend as much if not more time at the office than with their families. So really want to have an environment and this is directly related to your level of turnover if you have a, a team of great people and you and you go about building that intentionally it's going to pay off in dividends in the long run so happiness first is another one of ours we serve is another one now why is this core value important it's important to me because one thing i hated hearing in the past was that's not my job. It's not my job. So a customer will call up and ask something, and the response is, "Well, that's that's not my problem. That's not my job." And I remember going on a Disney cruise um, years ago, and it doesn't matter who you talk to at Disney. You've probably experienced this. Um, if you have a question or a problem, they are trained to. They might not have the answer, but they will escort you to someone until that loop is closed and the handoff has been successful. And so that is a behavior that we want to cultivate. And so that is we serve. And so when we're when we're hiring, we're very upfront about that stuff. And once once you're hired and onboarded, we actually um, there is there is a rewards-based system all around our core values. So we don't just print a poster and put it up on the wall. We actually celebrate and reward and, and talk about through our, what, a system that we use our core values and. So getting back to the Viking ship analogy, how do you how do you get the right people in your ship for your voyage? Through core values, and you got to walk your talk. And it's just a side note: if you are the leader, if you're the entrepreneur at the top of your organization, and you establish core values in your organization, it goes without saying that you you can't be a hypocrite. So you're going to have to walk your talk. Otherwise, uh, you know if it's a do as I say, not as I do. You're just going to undermine the entire thing. So, really, really important to point out: if you're going to go this route, which you're going to have to if you want to be successful, um, don't be a hypocrite. Walk your talk when it comes to exemplifying your core values. And if you make a mistake, come come out right with it. Um, which is another one of our core values, which is uh, progress over perfection. And I'm the first one to point out, as the leader, when I make a mistake. Because I want to give people permission to, to feel like it's a safe environment. So that's another thing as well. Don't be a hypocrite. Okay, so we've attracted the right people into your Viking ship. You've got a system for doing that. And so now when you go to sleep at night in your Viking ship, you can rest assured people aren't going to steal from you. You don't have to look over your shoulder. You've got great people. They've got integrity. Your next problem is, how do you get them into the right seats, doing the right things at the right time? And so getting back to that results-only working environment um, that's one of the areas because when you have people that are on the same page when it comes to we're going to be start we're going to be measuring um, 
it's a much healthier environment because you've already established this is something that we value as a company and as a culture. And so how do you get people pulling on those oars? Well, you measure progress um, company-wide. So 30,000 foot view, you know, what's your revenue? What's your profitability? What's your cash flow? But also departmentally, what does healthy look like? And we're going to measure it and we're transparent about that. And so that's how you can ensure that, you know, not only are people sitting in the seats, but everybody's pulling on the oar and contributing. We don't value busyness, we value results. And so that's how you get, you know, we've, we've established ownership. So you're in that seat, you own it, um, and we're going to measure it. So that means that we can, we're going to be looking at, are you pulling on the oar or are you just sitting there kind of pretending to be pulling on an oar to be going to measure it? So now you've established that, um, you know, people are in the right seats, they're pulling on the oar. Um, next, is everyone going in the right direction, the same direction? So for that, we establish what is our, what's our vision, what's our mission, where are we headed, in other words. And so for us, you know, we want to be in the industries that we serve. Um, just like Amazon, you know, Jeff Bezos, we want to be ultimately the most client-centric out there. So that as, as customer needs change and evolve, we want to be there one chapter ahead, always thinking about them, even anticipating problems that they don't know they have. And so that's the direction that we're headed. And then how do we ensure that we're moving in that direction? Well, each, each quarter we establish um, targets that everybody says, okay, here's, here's our play for the next 90 days, break huddle. Now we're going to track it week over week. That's how we get the, the uh, boat facing the right direction and get, uh, you know, everybody's in the right seats, everybody's pulling on the oar, and everybody's calibrated based on our, our North Star, so our, our mission, our vision, and we know that we're making progress because we measure it every 90 days. And so you see how this makes sense when you have a framework, rather than me just telling you about, you know, measuring stuff and, and core values. If you think about the analogy of a Viking ship where you gotta attract the right people, you gotta get them into the right seats, you got to give everybody an oar and make sure that they're pulling on that oar. You got to make sure that we're facing the right direction. You got to make sure that we're making progress. So if you think in this framework, it makes sense in terms of the systems that you need to build around you. And when you do that, so for me, when when I was able to, I started building out that, that Viking ship structure for me. And that's how ultimately we were able to um, make the move. Uh, in February of this year to Vancouver Island. So we now run our, our, our business remotely for Vancouver Island, 75 minute plane ride, all because of this framework that I've been assembling over the last, geez, close to a decade now, with this in mind that having um, ultimately a business that can thrive with or without you, which is the ultimate goal I think it should be for any entrepreneur, um, it's your it's almost a moral obligation if you think about your your family your kids your employees if everything has to go through you I, I think for people that that are afraid to let go it's almost an ego driven thing like oh this this thing could not survive without me I'm I'm mr. Or miss all important this thing lives or dies on my shoulders and I think um, it's almost a, a lesson in, in personal growth putting your ego aside to say like you know what <laughs> If, if this thing can thrive and run without me and I can find people that are smarter than me in most of these areas, like my team around me is better than me in 80% of the areas. And I, I focus on my strengths and I hire people around me who are just better and smarter. 
um, in most of the areas that I that I am not. And I think that's a recipe for success in the long run. And um, thinking in these terms and putting the ego aside and building a structure that can one day transcend you, it's the responsible thing to do for you. It's going to remove stress um, and risk from your shoulders and your employees will benefit, your family will benefit in the long run. And at the end of the day, your business is just going to be worth a lot more. And guess what? Your business is going to be able to grow because uh, it's not going to have to bottleneck through you. And so you're going to be able to take on a lot more growth and, and transactions and, and all that good stuff that's going to come with it. So um, anyways, that's my Viking ship analogy. Uh, I hope it's helpful. It's a framework that has served me very, very well. And that's what I base most of my decisions on when it comes to kind of structuring our business. And, and that's ultimately what our our perfect week uh, coaching program is based around transforming your business into that Viking ship. So one day you'll have something that can that can run and thrive, you know, whether or not you're you're in the office. So anyways, hope that's helpful. And uh, I'm going to continue my voyage through the mountains here and I will uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Hey, Tim Uchuk here. And real quick, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, if you could take a couple quick seconds to give it a rating, it would be very much appreciated. And secondly, if you're looking for more tools and strategies on how you can crush it in life and business, just head on over to bookwithtim.com where I've put together a free case study which shows you how to unlock unprecedented freedom today by using the two power levers. Just head on over to bookwithtim.com. Until next time, wishing you success and freedom in your business. Cheers.